A reading from the first book of Kings. When Solomon was old, his wives had turned his heart to strange gods, and his heart was not entirely with the Lord his God, as the heart of his father David had been. By adoring Astarte, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Milcom, the idol of the Ammonites, Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not follow him unreservedly as his father David had done. Solomon then built a high place to Chemosh, the idol of Moab, and to Moloch, the idol of the Ammonites, on the hill opposite Jerusalem. He did the same for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed their gods. The Lord therefore became angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice, for though the Lord had forbidden him this very act of following strange gods, Solomon had not obeyed him. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is what you want, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I enjoined on you, I will deprive you of the kingdom and give it to your servant. I will not do this during your lifetime, however, for the sake of your father David, for it is your son whom I will deprive. Nor will I take away the whole kingdom. I will leave your son one tribe for the sake of my servant David and of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. Blessed are they who observe what is right, who do always what is just. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. Visit us with your saving help. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. But they mingled with the nations and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare for them. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons, and the Lord grew angry with his people and abhorred his inheritance. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor your people. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. And soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. And he said to her, for saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus this is a great scene with the the Syrophoenician woman. Uh, so this is a pagan area that he's gone to. Uh, this is immediately following his uh, conversation, dialogue, debate with the Pharisees. The Pharisees, of course, are, are strict observers of the law, following all the, the ritual purifications, not eating certain foods, not even dealing with foreign pagan peoples. Okay, and by the way, they, they do this because they know about, about Solomon. So, you know, the Old Testament, it's kind of interesting, like who, you know, it was written, um, but written with a certain kind of bias or an angle. Um, you know, Solomon is their great king who's built the temple, and yet they're showing like, wow, he, he really blew it here. He turned away from God. So as to what today in, or at the time of Christ for the Pharisees to emphasize, look, this is why we need to strictly follow God and not associate with any foreign idols or foods because if we do god's going to punish us look just like he punished solomon so anyways jesus now is going directly to a foreign territory he's he's dealing with a foreign pagan woman 
And he doesn't give her the miracle at first because she's just asking for the miracle for the sake of the miracle. She just sees Jesus as this miracle dispenser. There's no, at, the, at, the, at first, connection to, to God. But when Jesus resists her and she has to ask a second time, all of a sudden now, she is exercising faith. She sees Jesus not as just this miracle dispenser, but as God. And so this woman with the second you know, request, Lord, even the dogs eat the, eat the scraps under the table, she's saying, or she's, she's trusting in God. She's, she's reaching out to God and she's begging him now as a child for this miracle. Very different than, than the first approach. And so Jesus now responds. Okay, so the key is what exercising your faith when you need something, not just doing it for the sake of doing it. Okay, this you know, so back to like what the Pharisees were, were talking about with the you know un, the, the forbidden foods and the the washing of, of cups and jugs and whatnot. They're not reaching out to God when they're doing all these things. They've what they've done is is contrived a, a system of righteousness that doesn't require. Humility does, doesn't require faith, doesn't require reaching out to God. If I just follow these laws, then I'm good to go. And I just, you know, basically do it on my own willpower. So it's a, again, it's a system that doesn't need God. And this is why Jesus is trying to, trying to break it down. So I mentioned this, you know, Lent's, Lent's on the horizon. You know, the, uh, the other night I had, I was telling this uh, people at Mass in, in my homily yesterday, I had... A veggie burger okay now for me to have a veggie burger is it never happens it would be like me cheering for the for the packers but the person insisted i you got to try this veggie burger you're gonna be amazed so i went on a leap of faith had the veggie burger it, it was incredible I've, I've never eaten something like this it tasted exactly like a hamburger if you were to put this veggie burger that i had side by side with the hamburger you couldn't tell the difference so i'm thinking to myself wow next friday in lent I could technically eat that veggie burger and I would be fine if I have kind of the philosophy of the Pharisees. I mean, so you've got to tell me, like, because the veggie burger tastes exactly the same, it can't be the food itself that makes us, you know, holy or, or devout or whatever it might be. You can do a taste test, put the two side by side, you wouldn't, and unlabeled, one person would have one burger or the other person have the other. And you, you couldn't tell me that like the one person who happened to choose a veggie burger is committing a sin and the other one isn't, right? The point is when we fast, when we, when we eat the veggie burger or, or whatever, that we, we're reaching out to God. We're doing this in faith. Now, this isn't a license to go eat regular burgers and just be like, well, I'm reaching out to God, so I don't need to follow the rules of fasting. You know, the point of the rules of fasting are to, to really, again, put us in touch with God, to put us on the cross, we're on the cross when we're on the cross we're we're in union with the father and that's the place we want to be amen